breathe it in. Wow. That that's that smells that that smells vaguely good. Do I say good? My my nasal passages are opened up. I have the vaccine in my blood. Things are looking up on the horizon. The A's have won 11 in a row. The Giants lost today, but are on top of things. The The world is opening up. Uh, Steven is wearing a new sweater. So <laughs> things things are just as good as they've ever been. We have a very special guest. We have Kyle on the microphone via the Zoom. Hello, what Kyle. What the fuck is up, Kyle? Hey there. And that just shows you that it is the fresh episode. We're in the fresh episode. This is the only episode where we ever talk about anything good in the movie world. We're still going to talk about a lot of bad stuff because 2020 was depressing. So, uh, if this year was a movie, what movie would it be? It could be for many for many year. This Oscar year was a movie. What movie would it be? We'll start with my, my co-host Stephen because this is the podcast Real Rotten where we watch movies underneath 25 percent of Rotten Tomatoes, except for today. Except today we're keeping it fresh, and by keeping it fresh, the only 2020 movie, the only 2020 equivalent movie, Room, Room, Room. It it like, but that's all. Is that is it going to be bad? Good later on when we when we think back on 2020. It's later on in the film where it's like, oh, it's enlightening the kid. Like it's to see the the actual the actual real world. Oh, Room, not the Room. Yeah, okay. Not the Room. Not Tommy Wiseau. That's too positive of a film to to describe 2020. (laughs) I was gonna say it's more Room because you have some real negative beginnings. Uh, specifically Q1, Q2 of 2020. Trapped, but then, uh, yeah, trapped in a room. And then you had some pods of light in Q3, and then Q4 took you right back into the darkness, and that was the <laughs> end of room. Uh, yeah, but there was there was like a bit of hope at the end, too. I just watched Room for the first time this uh, last year. Still haven't seen it, but I figured that's, that's, the, that's the epitome <laughs> of 2020. I read the book. I did, I did as well. You read the book? No, but I watched it for the first time this year. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Uh, Nick, what, what about you? Uh, this year, uh, 2020 was the movie, I'm going to say Transformers, The Night Has Fallen. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen Revenge. or or, no, the, what? Oh, yeah, or The Last Night. <laughs> or I, The Last Night. Yeah, there's I, a, there's I mixed, a vast difference, but yet so similar. I mixed them the up. I mixed them up. I think that I'm going to go with Cats instead. It's going to be... I'm going... No, no. Back to Revenge of the Fallen because <laughs> it really feels like something came back for us and that we... Uh, and it was we, Shia. We thought that Megatron was dead in that we defeated SARS years and years ago. And mm. then... Uh, <laughs> swine flu H1N1. Swine flu. Uh, the, the epidemic came back with a vengeance, just like in, uh, I'm sure, what happened in Revenge of the Fallen and Transformers. Sure. Uh, speaking of nutty things, we're going to give it to our guest. Uh, it's the one and only uh, movie aficionado. It's basically the, the Mike Shenard show today, so it's Mike Shenard. How number, are you? Number How one you? movie, uh, number one fan of the podcast, friend, friend of the podcast. You're the first number one friend of the podcast. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Well, hi, guys. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what uh, What movie... In your opinion, from any era, according to Nick, <laughs> is is the is the movie to describe twenty twenty in a nutshell. How about the Postman with Kevin Costner? Wow, that's pretty. No, good. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that Postman. Yeah, the, the one uh, written and directed by Kevin Costner, which me and Stephen watched one day. No, 
You mean like two we're, days? We're going to. That's the no. The the we've yeah. made a blood pact. Uh, we made a blood pact with uh, with Satan that this will that the postman will be the final episode of Real Rotten. Ooh. Yeah, and or the next time the USPS is about to go under, we're going to do a twenty four hour marathon where we just watch the postman and raise raise. It's a fundraiser. Tens show. tens of dollars for the for the postman, considering I mean, we, that our audience. Happened this year with all the voting. Shows, I know, so Kyle. It could have been done. Look, I'm telling you. It's a perfect blueprint for socialist <laughs> uprising and have the postmaster general take office. I'm sure there's a long line. Once you eliminate 10 offices after like Speaker of the House, it gets a little fuzzy and postmaster general becomes president. Is this the, the Jack Bauer show after he was Jack Bauer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Des- designated survivor. One of our dads watched, Oh, my God. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. That was the end of the fresh episode. I had a pretty good time. Yeah, overall... This is the most human contact Pretty I've good. had all year. Um, what was uh, the only other question I want to do before we start the podcast? Last movie you saw in theaters. Uh, <laughs> we Mike, talked about this so many times. I was actually hoping you wouldn't ask yeah, we so have, many times. We've done so this. This is times. the fourth time so that we're doing times. this, but we're this is the most appropriate time, I think. I still haven't seen okay. a movie in theaters since my last one, which was almost a ye- over a year ago. Yeah, it's definitely Oh, my March. God. I'm, gonna, I'm leaving right now. Mike, you just went to see a movie? Did no. you see Kong vs. Godzilla in theaters? Oh. You went to the movie theater? Is that what you said? <laughs> I absolutely did not. Oh, wow. Okay, what I was your, admit that to what was your last one? I mean, this is, this is not him but comply, but I'll ask you, are you fully vaxxed? I am. Wow. I have said on the podcast. And I've maybe, had four booster shots because someone told me to. Four booster <laughs> shots? No, you haven't. No. Because <laughs> there's this guy on the street. He told me these he things. He said they were booster shots. Yeah, this guy... <laughs> All I had to do was suck him out of a hose. <laughs> I know. I got my I got my vaccine in the back alley. There's going to be 40% of college bars will open this year with a booster shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good idea. Uh, and they're served in plastic syringes. Yeah. No matter how cheap it is, I'm, I'm buying it. I think I remembered. So I, I panicked upon this question because my last movie memory is the worst movie I saw in theaters last year out of the three months we did that. Uh-huh. But I think I snuck in a good slash okay one. Uh, Windy, I think, was the last one I saw. It was Windy or Invisible Man, so okay. fair. It's a good, good. toss-up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would like to say before that, so my last memory of going to the movies was The Turning. Yeah, with, uh, with um, uh, uh, Jacob, with Finn Wolfhard. Yes, and yeah. someone from uh, Halt and Catch Fire and the Terminator, the yeah, new yeah, Terminator. Yeah, uh, Mackenzie Davis. Thank you. Yeah. I love her. Mackenzie. Um, she doesn't it, have the greatest taste. It ended, and then there were eight people in the theater, and it went to credits, and someone said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like they were hacking? Like they were coughing? No, they were confused. Like, confused. Oh. It was silence, it went to credits, <laughs> and then the, the eight-person theater erupted in one soft sound of, Huh? <laughs> mm, I really thought it was going to be like, and everybody was just coughing during the movie. I didn't understand why. <laughs> it's a bad. My favorite joke. part. Of, my favorite part of the turning was when the end was backwards in that title, right? Oh, you watched the turning? Wow. Oh no, no, I just saw the poster of it, and I saw that the end was backwards. The grunting. I think so. so it was called the grunting. <laughs> no, it was called. It's called the turn. Turnzing. The turn. It's like Dan Zig. Dan Zig. Kind of the same sort of vibe. Great. Uh, Nick, what was your what was your what was your movie again? I don't remember. Invisible Man. Oh, it was which invi- I saw with you. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's, it wasn't your last movie, but it was my last movie. It Should have been my last movie, <laughs> but it wasn't. I went out on top, I guess you could say. Uh, seeing one of the 
I mean, I don't see scary movies in theaters, so it was good for me. Hey, you know, I I think I saw. I good... did almost leave. I yeah. did almost leave because I was very, uh, very stressed my, out. Stressed out for the first thirty minutes because the suspense stuff just makes me actually sick. Like it just, I don't know what to do about it. Call him blurry face because he was stressed out. <laughs> my last movie that I saw before the pandemic hit uh, was a, it. Should have been a good equivalent to twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. It was called The Way Back <laughs> the with way Ben Hufleck. I, I saw it. Because yeah. uh, it ended with him, you know, did he make it? Did he make it? Is he going to make it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, The Way Back really got me on the right beer regimen for quarantine, which was good. Like, mm. you, you buy the 48 beers, you put them in your fridge, and then you move one to the freezer, and you just do all of them in one night. Yep, yep. You keep rotating, and you wow. realize, oh, shit, you, uh, you have one in the freezer. And, and then, then you're like, I need it. to call my youth basketball team and get them on the same page. I've got this great, I've got great ideas now, right now. <laughs> need to rewatch The, uh, the Way Back. Um, Kyle, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? Yeah, give it to him. It was fucking Star Wars in December. Wow, you saw the fucking Star Wars? <laughs> that no, one was better than the normal no. one. Star Wars <laughs> Episode Nine. It was opening night. Wow. So for you, it's That's been the last movie I saw. I haven't seen any 2020 movie like in theaters. For you, it's been uh, almost. Four abysmal six 16 months 18 yeah, months that's, yeah, that's abysmal yeah that, why why you do that to yourself why don't want to experience the cinematic uh, uh divineness of a, of a movie theater uh well nothing good came out and <gasps> we couldn't go to the movies i, would... I, will crush you like a <laughs> I wasn't insulting. willing to drive all the way to sacramento to see tenet in a drive-in movie wow oh, we're gonna get into that that's the last <laughs> movie <Spoiler> alert <laughs> that's the last movie i saw in theaters actually Actually, and there I saw uh, I saw Hocus Pocus at the drive-in as well. Those aren't movie theaters, but we're going to get into that. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of which, uh, any anything else you'd like to air out about uh, your your year of movies that that was questionable? I'm just upset. I'm upset that movie theaters were going to die, and now they're not dying. I'm not upset that they're not dying. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, yeah, isn't, isn't I'm upset that I haven't been to back? a movie theater. Movie pass is, is not coming pass? back. Movie pass is not coming Officially back. Officially not coming back. Officially not. Uh, but Dang. but Stubbs' A list is the second I get the second shot. So soon, soon, post Mother's Day, I'm going to maybe for activate my A list. My A list is going to be activated. I'm yeah. sitting in that movie. I don't give a fuck. I assume I will go to a movie for the first time because Stub AMC Stubbs alerted me that they turned it on for me, and then I'll mm-hmm. say shit. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you I'm just, losing dollars here. Yeah, we might, might as well experience it. We're know? starting. We're well starting the look. train. Uh, getting rid of gym memberships and adding movie memberships. Oh, I mean, we're all rich now. Yeah, normal, great normalize that. Yeah, yeah my fourteen hundred dollars that paid for the next three years of A list. <laughs> uh, reminder: cancel my gym membership. <laughs> Just gave them all your money. Yeah, I was just like, can wow. I just transfer this Only to Only three years for $1,400? <laughs> they were like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, think about that. No, Unreal. they were like, you could buy this new computer. And I was like, why would I want a new computer? I want movies <laughs> in theaters, whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Give me Black Widow <laughs> in theatries. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's actually... I mean, Kyle's excited because see, all the good movies Dune are coming out I want to see Dune in theaters. We're not I talking about it yet, Kyle. That's for the end of the God podcast. God damn it, fine. God. Coughlin's Law. Anything else is always something better. Uh, speaking you. of something better. By the end of this podcast, we will have determined which of Steven's drops 
has got to go for the next year. Yeah, and we're going to give it to Shenard. Uh, <laughs> that means we're playing all 180 <laughs> drops, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get ready. There's a lot of Five Will Goes West to, to be heard from. Um, should we just get into it? I don't really have a drop for this. Uh, it's it's the bottom five. And and this was open for interpretation for a while, but we've come to do a consensus, I feel like. Yeah. Bottom five. Bad. It's whatever you interpreted it. The five worst movies of the year. Uh, I'm assuming all you guys saw bad movies. I personally didn't see many didn't bad see movies. see a single <laughs> poor film. <laughs> I find that really hard to believe. I only saw um, great things. Bottom five movies of the year. Steven, are you ready? No, because I only have three out of the five. <laughs> um, I had five, but I, 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 I deleted I, them. I, I just couldn't think of them. Uh, but, but my bottom five, the the five worst movies that I saw this past year, um, it definitely was Artemis Fowl. It it definitely was um, uh, the movie Three Sixty Five. Can only watch the first fifteen minutes of that film. Um, um, Mike, if you have thoughts, please add add to them. One of the streaming films that I saw this year was was uh, horrendously bad. It was Coffee and Kareem. Ooh. Uh, with Ed Helms and uh, Taraji P. Henson. Uh, uh, you got to get back to me for the for the final two. I have to think about that for, for a minute. Um, uh, Nick, do you want something, or should I hand it on over to Kyle? Wait, are we going each, like, number fives? Is that what we're no, doing? No, no particular order. Give us your bottom five uh, films that you saw this year. Okay, well, I don't really, like, so I have a bottom five or unwilling to watch. Uh, <laughs> sure. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's okay, good. Okay, okay. That's good. I like that. I wish I had yeah. that. Bottom so, five open to interpret. <laughs> <laughs> you lie. Uh, Hillbilly. Uh, is it Elegy or Elegy? Yeah. Elegy. <laughs> Whatever feels right. Elegy. Elegy. Hillbilly Elegy. It's about an Italian family that migrated to the uh, Appalachians. <laughs> uh, Artemis Fowl. So, not so you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I thought you saw that. No, I did not watch that movie. Wow. Wow, we did a podcast on it. I'm pretty sure you were on that podcast. So that's uh, like about probably 50% of the episodes we do. Uh, I don't watch. Great, Kyle. I, so you're fired. You and, you and <laughs> Alex. Fired. Take this as your last episode. Alex, you too. <laughs> I know you're listening to this right no. now. You're done here. <laughs> uh, do little. Was good. And uh, <laughs> no. And uh, Wonder Woman, which I did not finish. 1984. You didn't finish. That's on my list, too. I'm uh, I'm also putting... Uh, yeah, I, I did could, not finish Wonder I, Woman, I, either. <laughs> Interesting. Understand. It's rarely... And that's only four, and that's what I'm going to end with, so it's not even five. There you go. Well, I watched the first two hours of Wonder Woman. I felt like that was enough. I felt like I got that's enough. the gist of it. Yeah, I, I got through the fight at the White House. Yeah, yeah I figured I figured what, what how it was going to end, and I was... Okay, yeah, over it. <laughs> Good to know. You uh, said, I guess I don't need to see someone turn into a cat at the end of this. So, but but she doesn't. That happens. <laughs> but she doesn't. She does, but she doesn't. Like you you you'd like to think that she she does, but she doesn't. It's 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 a bad version of Chitara. It's a bad version yeah. of Chitara. And and that's what I was that's what I was hoping on. That's what I was banking on. That's what I was telling my family. She's basically gonna turn into Chitara. Just wait. Just wait. And then she shows up and it's like, uh, you're you're better than what you would look like if you were in the movie Cats, but you're still pretty bad. My cousin Tutara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheech Tara. Cousin Cheech Tara. 
Well, Artemis Fowl was bad. I'm going to put that on. I'm going to put Ready Player One on, even though that was last year. <laughs> that was like two can't years ago. Yeah, you can't Wait, do that. Wait, that was like, yeah, that was like, that was 2018. <laughs> Whatever, guys. What's the new movie? I did that read the book over exactly like... quarantine, and wow, what a difference between <laughs> the movie and the book. I would recommend the book, not the movie. But there's a movie Very coming good. out this next year that's that looks like Ready Player One. It's the sequel. It's Ready Player Two. No, no Ready no. Player Two, the book just came out, which I'm going to read because the book was good. I thought they were making the movie. It's the the least adapted screenplay I've ever read in my entire life. Oh, uh, Space Jam was my punchline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like Ready Player One because they're just like... You're well, very right. The Matrix we're and... just throwing everything. Yeah. yeah Scooby-Doo. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. And it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't and have it for kids. Yeah, it for kids. Yeah, I don't have worst movies of the year because I tend I try not to watch bad movies, but I did go sure. on did go on an erotic thrillers kick for a while, wow. and also did two sessions of what I call Tubi TV, um, where you you watch one movie on Tubi TV and then it just plays another one immediately after. Yeah. And we just we like just roulette. Yeah, we Tubi just, to me. We just stayed on. So I watched uh, one of the ones I watched on that was not without my daughter. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a movie? Yeah. Okay. It's a Lifetime movie. Oh, well, it's not. Not without my With Sally Field. Yeah, it's Sally Field's uh, finest. Yeah, it was real, real rough, that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 1991, to the height of, like, uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> like anti-terrorism. She, like, gets taken to Iran by... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Alfred Molina, yeah, and he and he makes her stay there. Oh my God, what Not a what a daughter. flick that was! Not without my anus. Uh, and I watched at least six or seven erotic thrillers set in San Francisco. Man, the '90s were a time. One was about a house. Um, Michael wh- Keaton and uh, and uh, and uh, what's his face? Matthew Modine. Was it about the Pacific house? Heights? Was it two houses? Pacific Heights? Yeah, that's that's yeah. what that's Matthew what, Modine. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm. That movie was not very good. <laughs> yeah, it was not good at all. It didn't age well at and, all. And Wonder Woman, and uh, and then I'll put uh, Artemis Fowl in there because you know we are we apparently we're not as foul podcast. Now. We're, we're, not, we're an Irish podcast. <laughs> I don't think I had. It's a Disney Plus thing. A what? Joint. Artemis Fowl? Yeah, it is. That's why I'm, I think I didn't have it yet. Oh, you need to dive right into okay. Disney Plus, my friend. <laughs> uh, or do you? I'm gonna go now. Yeah, or else you, do, or else uh, you know, you and Kyle have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the last one that I'm gonna put in there is uh, one. It was not bad. It was disappointing. Probably one of more more one of my more disappointing ones was I'm Not Your Woman. I saw The Kitchen for the first time this year too. That movie was bad. That's it, not a contender, though. Is that was it? last year. Yeah. That was last year. It but is. No, no it is. Oh, under. it is. A, it is. Under. Rotten Cable. Oh yeah, totally. It's. I think it's twenty four. Yeah. The kitchen. Get, the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, we might have to get Shelby with. Uh, oh yeah. Tiffany Haddish. With Elizabeth. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. It's unbe- is Tiffany Haddish or is it somebody yeah, else? Yeah, Tiffany Haddish, and it's unbelievably. <laughs> it's a. It was a bad version of Widows from the year before. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a good. Did that come out last year? The kitchen. No, it came out. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, last cinematic <laughs> yeah. year. Last cinematic year. Yeah, I always get confused because uh, when we talk about that. Anyway, uh, last one. We're cutting all that out. I'm Not Your Woman, the uh, Rachel Brosnahan movie. Wow, did you watch that? I watched it. I was excited for it, actually, and wow. it just wasn't very good. Yeah. It was just fine. That's what it was. It was just <laughs> fine. It could it could have been good. We're talking about just The trailer just really, really throws you off. Anyway, Mike, five movies from this year. 
in general that you regretted? Not really regretted, but disliked. There, there are definitely some regrettable things. <laughs> okay. Um, that I should not speak to because someone else might say, maybe I will watch Ghosts of War on Netflix. Ghosts of War, I'd like to know more about that. Why don't you, why don't you tell me more? No. No? Ghosts of War is not comfortable. was ma- an online movie title generator movie. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> can, can I spoil this movie for everyone? Spoil yeah. it. I don't, I don't even know so what it's, it is. The concept, it's so for, let's say, 100 minutes of runtime, for 90 minutes, it is a not great World War II set, mm. like Nazi-occupied France, with a platoon of American soldiers, kind of ghost movie. It was released two days before my birthday, 2020. And that's spooky. On direct TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's not great, but it's like, cool. Uh, Hold on. You're telling me Billy Zane oh, is in this read movie. Read the cast, my friend. And he's, and, he's not, and he's not in a great movie. Surely you jest. Um, the Phantom? He was the bomb in The Phantom. Uh, Ghost of War. I, th- there's no one else. That's has not, anybody? Uh, the, the other bill. guy that's a, a Theo Rossi is a dude from Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, Theo Rossi. It's the only other face uh, I recognize. Ja- Jax, ja- ja- uh, Juice. He was Juice. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> Her names. Uh, he's the guy with the like scalp the tat. Hawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, love that. Yeah. But it, it's it wasn't great. I was working while watching, so it was fine. It's like a movie you need while you work if you're to watch a movie. And then uh, ghosts are murdering guys, and then all of a sudden, one falls. He wakes up, and he's in a future operating room where his fellow soldiers are being operated on. They're in a simulation. Wow. Because they were all blown up in Afghanistan, and this is how they're bringing their minds back. Wow. But a ghost is in the machine. Wow. A ghost. Wow. So there's a ghost in the machine. So the ghost, it's it's supernatural, but it's fake, but it's not real. There's an actual ghost. Ghost of war machine. If it just ended, I would have given it like... I don't know, a, a star. Ghost in the Mortar Shell, that, that's a better title. But because there was a twist that had no purpose. Yeah, no purpose. You get, you get down to half. Well, would it, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it, wouldn't it would have been, been better if there was no ghost in the machine? Yeah. yeah can I, okay. can I uh, give you a little sidebar real quick? Sure, sure. So I, I'm all up in this letterbox nonsense. And I, I know, I follow you. And I've been forcibly rating everything. Yeah, you have. My ratings... What's your rating scale? That, See, I, they don't I, make sense. I had, this, <laughs> I had this conversation a couple days ago on uh, what, what is what. So Because it, it is a 1 to 10, basically, with the half stars. Right. So a couple of them, I've looked at it, and I definitely don't give anything like 4.5. It's either... Great movie or like your favorite movie. There's no five, five stars. It's five there stars. There's five. Oh, okay. You got a five. five star but favorite I'm saying movie. I never. Yeah. But I'm saying like I've looked in my history and I never give anything like four and a half because you figure there's such a thin line. Mm, you give yeah. it four, you give it five. That's fair. Same with like one and a half. That's fair. You give it like a one. And the only thing that matters is half a star. I can't call it a movie. One star. It has a beginning, a middle and an end. <laughs> Two and a half. Average. Above, you kind of go up to four is like above average. Yeah. Four, great movie, five, Ultra, better than Ultimate great. subjectiveness. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. I, I don't see, think I, I want so I, I see what you're saying there. So to prepare today, I had to go in and see like, what did I give half a star to? What didn't I deem a movie? Yeah. <laughs> I see what you mean. So there's a couple of those. Okay. And I forgot uh, to give you my really quick five movies. Your bottom five? <laughs> yeah, you started with Ghost of War. Is that is that I your? I said bottom? I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, all right. So just go. R- yeah, r- r- rattle them off. N- real quick, another sidebar on Ghost. Oh of yeah, War. yeah. Go right ahead. So Ghosts. Um, side. Has anybody started a podcast with a c- ghost and called it my ghost? Mm. 
My go-host? My ghost? So No, but I feel like that would be on a dating show where it's like uh, people talk about who ghosted them and like, my ghost of the week is this number. That's actually, and, uh, uh, that's, uh, um, I've heard of the local radio does that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they, and, and they that. do a cheating thing where they uh, call up mm. guys and they say, uh, hey, we're just a flower business trying to give out a free, free bouquet. Uh, can you just give us the address? And their significant other is on the other line. And they hardly ever choose to send the flowers to the significant other. And then they bring them on. <laughs> and I can't think of anything I would not want to listen to more than that. <laughs> you got to tear me apart, Lisa! <laughs> okay, go. Give us your five. Okay. Um, so I ignored a lot of those things. These are, your, these are not your half stars. No, they're, they're, they're I think, one stars. These are one stars. Because I okay. deem they have okay, a... Great. They're kind of a movie. The one-sters. Or they're, like, theatrical. So those five include The Turning. Nice. Do a little. Nice. Unhinged. Yeah. The, uh, Capone. Okay. Capone, okay. I, I thought the soundtrack would, would outdo oh. it. <laughs> I didn't know I was on Run the Jewels email list <laughs> until I got an email like a month ago that says, and I, it was just the the image of Capone in my inbox, and I lost it. Why? <laughs> just why? Oh, and sorry, your last one. Um, I'm just going to pick out of this list uh, Ava? Oh, the uh, the the Jessica Chastain movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't bother. I didn't bother. Please it, don't watch it. No, no. Which <laughs> it, it reminded me of my. Um, it reminded me of my final two of my five, which was um, uh, 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 Doolittle, and then uh, I'm gonna put. A, I'm thinking of ending things just just based on the fact that I was disappointed uh, that it wasn't more true to the book. Although it's hard to be true to that book because it's Charlie Kaufman. That, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you Kyle just needed the last one for your list, so you were like, I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> well, there you go. That's I how it. I end things with <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. Wow. Um, thanks for ruining everything, Nick. Uh, and now it's time. Personal top five. Top five. These are come up with your own top five category. I'm sorry if we're just springing on this you right now. I'm going to do the same one I do every year, which is Too Scary Didn't See. <laughs> uh, so these are the five movies that were too scary so I did not see them a lot of the time they're not too scary and I get around to them eventually Hereditary still haven't watched Hereditary I'm go- I think this is the year I think this is the year you said that last year I did say this last year but pandemic you know I have an excuse so this year I did not watch Possessor I just watched it is it good? it's very good yeah really? Okay. I don't even I don't even know where it's streaming uh, it is streaming. Hulu. Hulu? Hulu. The Hulus? We're probably watching that tonight. I mean, yeah. all, you, all you need to know is uh, someone by the last name of Cronenberg made it. Oh, that's yeah, right. So it's Brandon. Right. It's Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah. That's right. That's the one. Uh, yeah, Young Crone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crone. <laughs> yeah, not Crone Junior. Young Crone. <laughs> young Crone. Uh, a host. Mm-hmm. A relic. I see the trailer for that. I mean, uh, the cover. Yeah, for that, that was terrifying. It was scary. The, just the trailer. Oh, <laughs> and uh, but you um, did see Invisible Man. I did. That's I want credit for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I did. Credit. I, I did see that. That's points. Yeah, that's points. And I did. I didn't watch some Spooktober's this year. I don't remember which ones, but I did. I hmm. uh, still got watched. Uh, there was a couple other borderline ones that I probably will watch, but wasn't in the mood. Like uh, some that were pretty highly rated, like Saint Maud. Uh, I want to get around to, but. It's about a nun being in like a 
haunted place. So creepy nun. It also looks terrifying. Yeah, didn't didn't really want to get into creepy nun territory. Yeah, those are just called nuns. Which is why I didn't see the nun, the nunnery, or uh, or any or the sound of music. Um, and then sister act. Yeah, the last one was. I didn't see. I th- I'm thinking of any things because it did look like there was a couple of jump scares in there that I didn't really want to get into. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I don't know. What were the what was another good scary movie you saw this year? Ooh. Off top. Damn. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah, just watch Possessor. No, none that released this year. No, but they, yeah, like like I, I haven't I didn't see any this year, I feel like, uh, in reminiscing about twenty twenty. I guess the last one I'll say is Swallow because I've seen that cover a lot and it's it's a girl about to eat a pill, and then every time I, I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna watch this and I read the description and then I'm like, never mind. I'm trying <laughs> to recall like any I'm gonna look this up. Freak, well, freaky I mean, uh, came out. Host came out. Freaky, did you see that one? La La Lorna, which I would. I did. There, la, was, la, there was two la, of those. La La Lorna. <laughs> the, there was I, a bad I one and a good to, one, right? Yeah, there was one made oh, there by was two, yeah, like yeah, uh, was a current kind of like very pop franchise, like uh, what is their horror franchise? Yeah, the uh, the I don't know what you mean. It's one of those, like, they have eight movies now, and they're all, like, maybe, like, the, Annabelle in, slash yeah, Nun slash... Insidious. Oh, uh, Jason Bloom, Bloomhouse. No, yeah. but it's the... What's the one with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga? That's Conjurings. The one Conjurings. Yeah, I think it's the technically Conjurers. part of that. It's all the Conjuring series, yeah. And it's very average, but there's another one of... Oh, The Lodge. That was a one. That was a movie I wanted Ooh, to see. that was, like, oh, okay. Dread. That's something I want. The Lazo did not watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Made the mistake so now, of watching it just like in the dead of winter. Just wait till it's pleasant. <laughs> so that was my top eight. Didn't watch. Too scary. Fair. Um, I had a top uh, personal top five, and and we're gonna give them uh, we're gonna give them some more uh, credits here um, down down the way. But it was top five streamers, top five movies that there's no way I would have seen uh, if there wasn't a pandemic and I had nothing else better to do. Specifically, Extraction. Specifically, um, uh, specifically, uh, the the movies that came out during Christmas time, like Soul, or and Judas and the Black Messiah, the movies that that given time, I probably wouldn't. I, I would wait until like January, February to see those movies because you you know how you, they took you, Judas off the uh, off streaming mm-hmm. when theaters came back. Yeah, I yeah. found that out the hard way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stupid idiot. Um, but also, but also like surprising movies like Palm Springs, like Palm Palm Springs, without knowing the critical consensus, you'd go in blind and, and not think much about that movie and and take away so much so much more through it. And then another and then another Chouinard recommendation in the Vast of Night. That is a classic film. Uh, in science fiction, I, I'm going to carry this throughout the entire episode. Science fiction one twenty twenty. For better or for worse. Is that what we think? Yeah. Okay. Jannard, uh, you, okay. pers- you got a personal five for us. You, you, wanted to, you wanted to spout off. I think I got, I got a real boring one, and I think I got a fun one, guys. Give us, give us the mix. Sweet. Give us the swirl. Um, well, I can't say, on the way here, I was thinking about, I saw a lot of great documentaries last year. Really? But I can't say if there were like more or less, or I just happened to watch like two more than I regularly do, and they were good. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are some great ones. Uh, Crip Camp. Crip Camp. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Painter and the Thief. Yep. 
I'm gonna count American Utopia, the David Byrne. I just watched that today. See, we, that yeah, was excellent. I need. I still need to watch that. I know that's an amazing film. I think that's that's already. I've already seen the Defy Bloods, but uh, I think uh, that's Spike Lee's superior film of the year compared to Defy Bloods, and I haven't even seen it. Crip Camp. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, time. I time. Recommend. I just watched as well. Uh, very good. Didn't watch that. That's four. Time was was something. I did, it was not. True. I'm glad that I. Uh, I'm glad I didn't. I thought it was something different when I went into it, and it ended up being a uh, pretty different, but also just uh, enthralling. And not too long. <laughs> I Ooh. saw a class action park. I was going to say there. The, oh, I need to watch the, that. The, the the fifth one I would put in my like kind of top ducks. Um, and now it's gone. It's gone. Ooh, Dick Johnson is dead. Yeah. Would I put in the top category? Is that a documentary? Yeah. It's like a fictitious yeah. documentary. It's a docu- sort of is it? It's a documentary. It's. it's... I know, but it's about the. It's about a real person, but they do like fake. Reenact, right, right. Like, uh, her father has uh, dementia, and so they're mm-hmm. like, "Let's do a bunch of scenes of you dying." I, yeah, <laughs> it's very like cathartic. But okay, all right. I just, um, I just thought it was about, um, about Mr. Hands, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I heard wrong. <laughs> uh, those I watched, uh, I watched like probably like seven or eight documentaries in the last two weeks. Wow. You j- we just reverse roles here. For yeah, I just, I just popped off on it. Yeah, I watched Boys State a couple of days ago. Oh, Boys State, would, great! Oh yeah, yeah that's put that in that category. Wow, which I, which I would probably put. I just ruined my top five just now by <laughs> you saying that. I think in my top five documentaries, Boys State, Dick Johnson, Time, American Utopia could be recency bias there, but it felt a lot like uh, <laughs> Boys State's in the top five streamers. Um, the original. Oh, stop making sense. Yeah, stop making sense. I, so I did a, a, like, I did a double feature, which I would highly recommend if they're both still. Oh, that's somewhere. a good. Yeah, it was they very are. Very fun yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a solid night. Yeah, some stop making sense followed by American Utopia, and it's two and it's two directors that uh, are vastly different in their background, but but are similar style in regards to their cinematography. Yeah. And you got to watch Class Action Park just because those rides are just it's it's. I really want to watch crazy that. from that movie. I. I learned Chris Gethard should just be a voice on anything that happens as if he was just there in the He's 90s. everything. He is everything to <laughs> He's me. He's great. He is everything to me. And he was always everything to me, even though I've, <laughs> even though I've only seen him in two things since 2009. It's yeah. like I, I will watch him until the cows come home. Speaking of which, are we going to classify the, the, the HBO documentaries or the Netflix documentary series like the limited series is that that had t- that took the world by uh, only if they're the like OJ, story. where they were like, we wanted to make a nine hour movie, but they wouldn't let us. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what comes to mind specifically, and I'm going to bring them up, uh, is the Tiger Woods documentary and then Netflix, obviously, with Tiger King, who, which just hit lightning in a bottle. I don't think Tiger King counts, but I think Tiger Woods does. Tiger I'm being King, tiger like, biased here, but was the first thing people talked about because they had to like stay inside, which is a weird just point in time. That was season I one, of course. Right, that's what I'm say. saying. It's more lightning in a, a lightning in a bottle situation. I'm one of four people didn't watch it. There you go. And I'm, but, and I'm just like now I can't because I'm in this elite class of. Like, it's like it's like you're you're, you're over expecting things right now, and, and like, like now if you I watch know. it, you're gonna be underwhelmed. Just watch the Nick Cage, watch the Nick Cage version, and then be like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> There's better docu series out there, anyways. I agree. Kyle, what's your uh, personal top five of the year? 
Um, you can do okay. you can do TV shows. We'll let I'm you. I'm not going to we'll, do we'll TV let you have shows. It. I didn't prepare for that. What'd I you don't really have for? a top five anything. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, done. I'm over it. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank. Uh, now it's time for new new. Um, th- I'm introducing it. We'll see how it goes. The real rotten Roscos. I think that the the real rotten Oscars should be called the Roscos. Maybe this episode should be called the Roscos every year. <laughs> it kind of fits the vibe. Uh, th- maybe in the future, since we're eventually all going to be vaccinated, we could we could do this at a Roscos. Um, <laughs> just take a trip, take a trip down south, and and hang out at Roscos, and 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 people will ask us why you got that microphone. <laughs> what what type of food does Roscos? Chicken suck? and waffles. Okay, Roscos at home. Oh yeah, chicken uh, and waffles. Okay, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not cultured. Ugh. Well, we're stealing their name. Scum between my toes. <laughs> we're getting rid of that one. <laughs> also getting, also getting rid of the cocktail one. Okay, uh, Kyle, shrimp Kyle, boat. <laughs> shrimp boat staying. I like shrimp boat. Best bad movie of the year. Uh, best bad movie of the year. What well, do we got? Like best as in like best. best as in is this what I think it means? Yeah. Okay, great. Best one that you liked. That everyone that is like. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, this is an easy answer for me. Uh, uh, Mike, you, you go right ahead. I feel like you know yours. Uh, I, so I just watched it, uh, Unhinged. The Russell Crowe. Oh, really? Uh, you liked it? Okay. No, well, it, it was terrible, but it was the most fun. Like I, It's the, the movie I would say, please come watch this for me. Got get it. Get very drunk. And watch him... Uh, what what is it? Jimmy from like Westworld and Always Sunny. What's his oh, name? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, um, uh, Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, go fight him in a diner while breathing heavily. <laughs> yeah, he, Russell Crowe is a tad overweight. He in that would film. have been. He his mouth is open the entire movie. <laughs> it would have been great. It would have been a great movie if his character was played by John Goodman. I realized at some point. Oh, but John Goodman's too old. He's too old now. Yeah, Maybe if he got if beat up, like he would die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't just, uh, tip him over. Post Walter. Walter. Russell Russell Crowe. Oh, I who I watched uh, did you watch the history of the Kelly gang? I watched that. I did not watch that with the with the guy from nineteen seventeen. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird people in that movie. Anyway, that's all I had for that. Best bad movie, Nick. Go right ahead. You you're up. Oh, um uh best bad <laughs> you're movie. You're up. Uh, easy answer to me is uh the wrong Missy. What a what a great uh, surprising <laughs> uh Adam Sandler comedy movie. Uh, and Lauren Lapkus just just throwing it all out there, and it, and it was great, great to see. It was like that's probably the best David Spade comedy duo since David Spade and Chris Farley. <laughs> like he hasn't struck that that much lightning since Lauren Lapkus and and Chris Farley. I have I have one note on this. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch it, okay. but I used it. It was uh, my girlfriend and I's threat if we no one would choose what movie to watch. One of us would, uh, without the other knowing, go to Netflix and have it on the screen and be like, well, if we can't figure it out. And we never watched it, but it was there. Watch the first seven minutes of The Wrong Missy, and then that'll be your deciding moment of, should I watch the rest of this movie or not? Because it it throws all the cards on the table the first seven minutes of that film. Wow, that's really great. Love it. Nick? I'm going to go with a movie that's, it wasn't really, it wasn't even that bad. Uh, it's season season one of quarantine, the very beginning, uh, over the summer, Spencer Confidential with uh, my guy Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's another one that if it popped up on Netflix, I'd, oh shit. 
<laughs> Next, please. No, no. Spencer Confidential. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? It was. It was. I'm taking crazy <laughs> It was great. Uh, not not bad. Not not good. Uh, just like you know. And I post Malone in it. I can not buy it. Fairly watchable, you know. <laughs> it's because I didn't. You know what would have been my best bad movie of the year? Scoob. Had I gotten around to watching Scoob, that would have been the that would have been the one. We are a Scoob podcast, whether we know it or not. Or Scooby Two, Scooby Doo Two, <laughs> Scooby Doo Two. No, it's Unleashed. called Scooby Two. Scooby Two sure. Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, what was the best bad movie of the year for you? Well, <laughs> of your three, <laughs> of my three. God, like I did not watch a lot of movies. That were I think from you, this I year. think you watched more movies from this year than you know, than you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah than you think. I'm literally going over the list and maybe I'm just looking at a terrible list, but like I haven't seen, I've maybe seen like five on this list. This is fascinating to me. I mean, it really is. <laughs> this no, Kyle, this I is, I was going to say this for my drunk movie, but whatever. Say it. You I, can say it for both. Best bad movie is Sonic the Hedgehog. You hit the nail on the head. That's the one we were waiting you for. You can say it for both. <laughs> there it I is i want to spread it out but i couldn't because i haven't seen anything. yeah exactly so you can't spread it out. <laughs> uh mo- next next category movie you wanted to see in a theater but couldn't uh mine's an easy one it's borat 2 <laughs> you have to see those kinds of of reactionary in movies theater. in the in in theaters because you want to be around the audience i mean if hear the audience me and correct <laughs> but that, well done me and yeah. kyle saw bruno together bruno. In, the, in theaters i saw borat one in theaters with my dad and it was <laughs> no, one of no, the most no, no, no. hilarious no, no. cinematic experiences of my life but Bruno has literally the <laughs> flinging dick yeah. scene. So what? The entire screen, though, like in theaters, like this, it was ridiculous. I laughed really hard at that part. I, I'm amazing. not too ashamed to say it's it. It's pretty amazing. But yeah, uh, similar I, to that, Borat too. Off. You it have to see off, in theaters. Caught me off guard. Unbelievable. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I go with probably Tenant, which I guess there were opportunities, but just didn't. Mm. I saw a tenant in theaters driving in the theater of your car. <laughs> okay. Of a Hyundai Sonata. I saw it in uh in Alex's car. Um we had just ate an uncomfortable amount of McDonald's. The Travis, you <laughs> McDonald's. ate the Travis Scott meal. <laughs> Alex took us on a trip to uh make sure we got some he's like, I'm gonna get that Travis Scott, <laughs> Travis Scott meal. And we and I was like, Do you even know what's in it? And he didn't. And he he, he had a great it's like a quarter pounder. <laughs> Yeah, yes. it's like a quarter pounder of Sprite. <laughs> like extra fries. bacon or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just ate that. I drank like three tall cans and watched Tenet. Didn't understand a thing that happened. There you go. <laughs> and I haven't seen it since. Yep. Sounds yeah, you right. got to watch it in reverse. Uh, yeah, it's just time inception. So there you go. That's all without the... Uh, to quote Cole Kuiper, uh, inception it was, without it was, the charm. It was, it was Christopher Nolan's James Bond movie, I feel like. Cool. Is what that movie was. and and my other my fallback is any one of my top five I wish I'd seen in theaters because all of them would have been improved by a theater experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm not to say that all movies would improve from a theater experience. Some of them, some movies I I liked seeing from home because I could uh, get up and watch dishes because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Yes. Mike, what's the movie uh, you wanted to see in theaters but you couldn't? 
Uh, definitely defaulted tenant just because it was in your face so much last year. Mm. And but maybe back up American Utopia for the uh, the Borat uh, <laughs> reason. Yeah, yeah like, like a live concert experience sort of thing. Yeah, That's I, why I fa- the fa- fathom events. Yeah, like <laughs> like cats at cats at home. Wouldn't have been cats as good. We cats at home's horrible no. unless you have like five people around you. Yeah, we got the cats experience. But cats in a movie theater? Forever wow. Thank, forever thankful for Amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I would five go... tall cans. <laughs> five white claw cans later. <laughs> Man, if they don't let you bring backpacks into theaters anymore, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> we will riot. <laughs> yeah. Backpacks carry COVID, Nick. <laughs> So the Roscoe, the Roscoe goes to Tenet. Uh, Christopher Nolan. I'm gonna call him up right now. Let him know. Yeah, yeah. Can hi, we, this is Christopher can Nolan. Redo that. Can we get the director's cut of that? Hi, <laughs> hi, Carl. I heard you're a big fan of me. Uh, I wanted to let of... you know. I want to let you know. I'm making a movie about your life. It's called Cat Scratch Eva. <laughs> and now it's time okay. for the, everybody's favorite category: drunk movie of the year. Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. The previous winners, Aquaman and uh, <laughs> The Gentleman last year. Um, and it's movies where uh, I've been too drunk to remember any of it, except how drunk I was. Mm. But it's also movies about drinking. It's whatever you want it to be. This year is a little bit different because uh, you're in your own home. So... Take it for what that take it for what it is. Uh, yeah. Stephen, what's your nomination for drunk movie of the year? Mine is uh, the only movie that I can remember being too drunk to finish, <laughs> and it was the movie Shirley with uh, with Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> it was a good movie to start when you had a buzz going, but not a good movie to finish when you had a buzz going. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still don't know how that movie ended. So my two uh, <laughs> drunk movie of the year nominations are two movies about drinking. Uh, first one, Shit House, just came out. About a college freshman's uh, just a night out with his RA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds just interesting. Really, it's also uh, nominated for a movie Nick cried in this year. Uh, I act, I just it just like came out of me. Usually, I I have my top five of Nick's crying of the year, but without theaters, I just don't get as cry. I get more cry. <laughs> you get, I more, get more cry. At you home get more cry at home. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to cry in front of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess. Uh, but oh, I'm sorry. Is that weird? <laughs> the other, the other one about drinking is another round, which I haven't finished. I'm half, I'm halfway through it. <laughs> halfway through it. Is that I, your best picture? Is that your best picture, Mike? <laughs> it's it. It's pretty good so far. Don't say the. Don't say what happens. Okay. I kind of stopped it okay. because it was late at night and I didn't want to force the ending. Uh, you know when it gets like too late, right. you're like, I can I can try and like finish this, or yeah. I could or I could just save it for when I'm paying attention. Yeah, and uh, you have to pay attention because it's it's not in English. So, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, it is about how I want to live my life, which is at at point zero five percent a buzz <laughs> ABV at all times. Yeah, just buzzed all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then my uh, last nominee. Which doesn't count because it's not from this year, but a movie I the movie I remember watching drunk this year was Warrior, which I'd never seen the uh, MMA movie. Yeah, that's not from this year, but we'll oh yeah, count it's it. from years and years ago. <laughs> yeah, I watched really like count eleven that? years ago. <laughs> I watched it. Uh, I watched it in my apartment, and I just started <laughs> drinking, and I just didn't stop drinking. And by the end of that movie, when he's Tom, in it, yeah. he's in his fucking fights, I was just like, "Yeah, let's yeah. go!" And Dude. then I thought about the movie. And I'm like, "This is not that good of a movie." I don't know why did everybody <laughs> love it so much, but I while mean, it was happening, I was fucking hyped. I was having a great time. So that was yeah, my, Tom Hardy. <laughs> 
Tom Hardy, <laughs> Tom just Hardy like and Joel Edgerton. Down, Tom Hardy yeah, and Joel Edgerton. Just jumping yeah. into the ring and just <laughs> Nick Nolte quoting Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nolte being the role he's born to play, which is washed oh, up man, drunk coach. Captain <laughs> Yeah, so those are those are my uh, those are my nominees. The one that I'll choose is uh, I'll choose Warrior, even though it gets eliminated for <laughs> being fired. from previous years. <clears throat> Mike, what's your uh, drunk movie of the year nomination? Um, drinking movie, another round out of those. Surely, even is a like a drunk movie, but not for the sense of you, the viewer, being drunk. <laughs> right, right. A lot of things are going on there. Yeah, she's just a paranoid <laughs> drunk. Yeah, um, movie I drank. Uh, a fair amount, but not enough. Capone. <laughs> Tom Hardy probably drank more yeah, than you. No, yeah. Movie. If you drank more in the movie, you'd be like, "Oh, this soundtrack's awesome." Yeah, maybe he'll shoot himself a third time on this movie. <laughs> Great. Did Tom Hardy just watch uh, the scenes with with uh, Robert, De Niro Robert De Niro as as Al uh, not Al Pacino as Al Pacino as Al Capone, as Al Capone <laughs> and just be like. Okay, that's that's Al Capone, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> just and the the and just the, did a worse version the of that. The two scenes of him in Escape from Alcatraz, yeah, yeah, probably. This was the movie where uh, this year in general, the most interesting thing about this year was all the movies that studios were like, "Oh fuck, we can just drop this," and it's like it's not that bad, yeah. and we have an excuse for why it did badly. Put a half a million in marketing. Yeah, they're just it. definitely a. There's a lot of those. A lot this I realized year. recently. That were bad or like real average, and not until after I watched it went, I would have gone to the movies. Yeah, they would have tricked people into watching that easily. Yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. Instead, I, they I, probably I, got more money from, in some cases, from Netflix being like, "Sure, here's two million dollars." They'll trick a lot more people into watching this movie at home. That's a the thing thousand because they have so many percent. more hours to to ca- to capture that to, to capture that dumb audience. Netflix bought a couple this year, and Prime bought a couple this yeah. year that were just trash. Um, just, I mean, Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl was bought by Disney Plus. I, I think. thought that was a Disney movie through and through. It was. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there was an MG, of, There was an MGM movie that of, got. There were a couple that. Oh, got, Bad Trip, but got bought out by yeah. Netflix, and that was an MGM film. Yeah, and they were just like not. But good. I think it got released this year. But it, it, it's a good movie. I, I wanted to put it on this list, but it got released this year, so I'm not going to put it on this list. Even though it was a yeah, 2020 movie, like the Quiet Place, like a Quiet Place Part Two. That was, but that's still technically a 2020 <laughs> movie, even though it's never been fucking released. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's gonna be weird talking about any of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Kyle, your, do you have any nominees for a drunk movie of the year? Uh, can I re- revert back really quick to a uh, best bad movie of the year? Yeah. Just for like one second. Because you want to move Sonic to drunk movie of the year? Or are you prepared now? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. No, well, I didn't. I see. I was looking at a bad list. Um, so it was, it was it was a great acting movie, but like you hated. I feel like you hated the the characters in the movie just because of like how like how you couldn't. They weren't like the typical characters. Who are you talking about? Sorry. You're talking about a Golden Globe. You're talking about a Golden Globe winner. He's about to talk about a Golden uh, Globe. No, winner. I'm talking about a Netflix movie. I care a lot. Yeah. Ah. I think that's ba- best bad movie of the year. She won a Golden I, I Globe. But is like... that a bad? Wait, 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 wait. A lot of people. She, she wanted for that. A lot of people hate that movie. She wanted for that. Yeah. 
uh, Rosamund? Yeah, Rosamund. She won for Best Comedy. We should be a Rosamund Pike podcast because she is a fucking weirdo. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm in a, all the best ways. And I'm about it. In yeah. all the best ways. She's in all the great... She 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 goes for the Oscar nom all the time. She's like, I'm winning Best Actress regardless of the script. And she's like... A thousand percent. She already time. said she buries all of her awards. <laughs> in her, like, in, in in her the, yard, just in, buries in the garden? them. Yeah. It's like, ooh, these tomatoes just are so she can extra like, sweet with this She can crit- like eventually see award. them what? stick out of the ground. <laughs> This Independent Spirit Award is really going to make my hot dog tree thrive. But yeah, I just felt like overall it was a great. I mean, great I don't acting, know if it was a like, bad movie. It was like a. It was like a. Oh, it was like a well. It was a well-made. It was hard to movie. fall in love with the characters, and it came with like an ending. I think that that's you're the like, point. Okay, I think that's, that's the weird. point. Is there was yeah, no. I didn't watch it because everybody was, no was like, I had a character. bad time watching this. <laughs> no, I don't know if it was a bad. time. I think it was a good romp, but it was like it was everybody. Everybody in that film was not good. I love this episode of the podcast because it's it's the rambly one. I mean. Not really compared to all the rest of our podcast. Yeah, Kyle, but welcome to the fucking anyways. shit show. Uh, so that means that means that means Sonic so, gets yeah. moved to Drunk Movie of the Year, and I think that wins. I think that Sonic should win the Roscoe for Drunk Movie of the Year. Uh, yeah, no, I had to stop it like four or five times during because I think we were drunk during it, and like stuff was going on, and like. We were always coming back but you wanted, but, yeah. but you wanted to know what happened with yeah. the little hedgehog. Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have to know. I loved my favorite. Why th- he's even in this world? <laughs> my favorite thing about Sonic is that yesterday on Twitter I saw a thing that said, uh, uh, "Tail, who? Wait, what's the woman hedgehog's name?" The woman <laughs> tails. No uh, tails. And who's who's the last one? Not no. tails. Oh. Uh, Who's the Who's the red one? He's pink. Knuckles. Knuckles. They're, uh, they're... Amy, Amy Rose. That's not the woman one. <laughs> Amy Rose. Those are the only characters I know. Yeah, Knuckles. Yeah, Amy Rose. That's yeah. the. That's so the... so Knuckles was. Uh, I saw a tweet that was just like Knuckles confirmed a, for Sonic the Hedgehog two after a picture of her on set found it. I'm like, isn't she an animated thing? <laughs> like, why would there be a picture of her on set? <laughs> Didn't make any sense. So stupid. We're still an anti-Sonic podcast, though, because they changed him back to look like normal Sonic the Hedgehog. We, the we, wanted want the, the, we wanted the we wanted the huge... What was the calf <laughs> muscles? Like, was it there? Yeah. We wanted weird he- Sonic. Yeah. Like, I wanted... Uh, I wanted... Uh, what's his face? Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I remember seeing the trailer, the like first trailer to that movie, and then they had to redo the animation after the fans were very upset with the yeah. Sonic look because he looked like Great. a boy from Jumanji. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little monkey boy, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Um, next, uh, next, and uh, we make this last, uh, last Roscoe. Yeah, the next and most important Roscoe of the night. It's the movie I remember uh, the name of, but nothing about it. My choice is Project Power. It's the Jamie Foxx superhero film. That's a good one. I barely know anything about it besides battle rapping and then Jamie Foxx having to rescue his daughter. But you definitely watched it. Definitely watched it. Definitely watched the whole thing. Runner up, Coffee and Kareem. (laughs) Oh, I'm just getting that play on words. Ah, You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dang, uh, Mike, do you have a nominee for a movie you remember the name of but nothing else? I'll get you, bitch. I like this one. Um, I know I watched it because the only thing I remember it saying to myself is, "This is still on." Uh, <laughs> the Last Days of American Crime. 
Oh yeah, real that, bad film. That's a zero percent. Absolutely real bad terrible. Film. Future contender. We're gonna have to get, have you back on for that. Christ, that yeah. was bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a uh, Enola Holmes. Oh wow, yeah. uh, good movie. I think it's fine. Don't remember. Don't remember it. There's like a good like. Uh, bar for like a Sherlock Holmes, just like quipping yeah. detective movie, and if you got to, they touch the bar. And I think yeah. I watched it. I, I I can see that four times, just because I kept forgetting that I had seen it. <laughs> and I'd watch it again. I'd be like, oh, I've totally seen this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What's uh, the winner? Oh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle. What, Kyle, do you have one, or, or is it, or is this the, lost? The wild card. I don't have a winner. All right. Well, the winner is Project Power because I said so. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations, Project Power. Yeah, you win the... Uh, I got one. Scoob would have won this one award, too, had yeah, we seen Scoob. If anyone saw it. <laughs> Scoob, exclamation point. Uh, speaking of Scoob, who won the year? Who won the year? The ultimate... We have to gr- agree it's to two, The two last Roscoe's uh, streamers, category one, streamer of the year. We got the nominees are Netflix... Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, and HBO. Who do you think brought out the best lineup of stream movies this year? Best questionable, but most productive and most output, most response. Netflix wins by a landslide. Obviously, they they won the year next year. But you I don't think it'll... you just said best questionable. That's the the award is. <laughs> it's it's a uh, no. Was... It's best know, objectively. Man. It's Mulan, best objectively. Mulan they have questionable a, content, but it's movie. the best objective. <laughs> Mulan, Mulan was, oh yeah, we forgot. Kyle, Mulan was a crazy movie. Did you but, see Mulan? No, I, I did not. I did not like Mulan. But, but I'm but, saying, uh, I'm very mad. I watched it. But I'm saying <laughs> HBO is going to win it next year. Um, if they if they know what, what's yeah, good for yeah, them. if this continues, yeah. I'm basing but it. They don't get it for Wonder Woman. I'm basing it purely <laughs> off of not. when I go to their, um, go to their website that they provide me the best original movies, and I'm gonna go. Well, I can't choose Amazon because Bezos is a. Well, he's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we can start it's chilling for Amazon. We, great. we can love great. Amazon. <laughs> great. Uh, it's not Disney Plus because they only uh, their movies are actually just okay. Yeah. Apple, same thing. I think um, this year will be the year of Disney. If Plus. Disney yeah. Plus did uh, uh, Black Widow, and like you know they just said fuck it and released their movies, then maybe. But no, if Apple TV Plus was easy. Then navigate, cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is tough. Oh yeah, you had to cut that part out. Navigate. So we're guessing next year's. Is no, that what this, we're doing? This, no, this it's this year. year. I'm gonna go. I say Netflix. You're going it's Netflix? Netflix, Nick. It's Netflix. They won. Yes, it's Netflix. Okay, they won the year. They won the year. I guess they technically yeah, won Ma the year. Rain, Ma Rainey. It was the year for them Chicago to take, seven. and they took it. <laughs> I don't know, but well, they're probably they're not going to have the winner of Best Picture. No, but they won by content alone, objectively by content alone. You got to count everything that they put. Just out. movies. Yeah, they put out a lot of movies that a lot of yeah, people they just watched. Well, they just uh, outnumbered everybody. Mank? Yes. Right? Mank, Mank was also... Mank! <laughs> Strife and numbers. Mank was also Netflix. <laughs> Mank is the movie that... Uh... Mank! <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy. I watched Mank. Yeah, I watched, won the, I watched, won the South. I watched Mank two, day, uh, two uh, weeks ago, and nope, not bad. I liked it, actually, sure. surprisingly. Yeah, okay, Finch. 
What was Pinocchio on? We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Nobody knows that if there was any Fire Pinocchio Kyle. movie that you're talking I about. I think that's Disney Plus. That's stupid. Uh, um, Hulu, Hulu and Prime had the best movies, though, I would say. Ooh, not Hulu. No, no, no. They had a couple. Uh, well, Hulu just had Palm Springs, so we're getting Nomad Land. <laughs> yeah, Nomad Land. No. Yeah, Nomad Land. But if we went off like originals, then we got a problem. Oh, yeah. I thought. They had like, better original documentaries. I thought movies that they bought. I was I was counting ones that true. they bought. Yeah. <laughs> you can't compete with Netflix and they have too much money now for original stuff. Right. Yeah. Prime and Hulu always I think Prime would beat Hulu for like the couple that they buy. Yeah, the, the distribute distribute yeah. distributor rights. Yeah. They win distributor that's rights. What I, that's uh, what I don't I, know I'm what counting happened last at. year. I'm on counting HBO that. I'm counting that. Uh, they just shit the bed at the beginning. Right? And then they made the announcement that they're going to do first release yeah. on their They made iPad. us watch five or six episodes of a McMillions. That's what they spent on. That's <laughs> what it was, yeah. Yeah, watch McMillions, I which watched I watched McMillions. on Hulu. <laughs> it's like, good job, great. HBO Max. Um, who won Who won the year for actors actresses? This is this is a good one. This is a good one for this year. These are the best I can find. Yeah. It, it's, it looks like a clear winner, but... Um, Anya Taylor-Joy... Uh, who was nominated for Golden Globe for Emma uh, in The New Mutants. <laughs> uh, there. And was in Queen's Gambit and uh, sh- and something called The Hero Her- of the Young Men. Hero of the Young Men. And I, I think that's about murdering young men, but we don't really know for sure. Tom Holland was actually in a lot of bad things A lot year. of movies. <laughs> a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, Chaos Walking, 25 maybe still. Did that come out? Uh, it did. Technically okay. just came out. Uh but it came out in February, so it's still underneath the deadline. Uh, Devils, the Devil's Walking one. Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time. Uh, Onward, which was actually good. I enjoyed. I approve of that one. Uh, Doolittle. I do he was a voice. <laughs> and, wow. uh, and Cherry. Cherry Baby. Bad do reviews. not recommend. I still haven't watched it. I read the book. It's probably fine as a book. The, the book is just fine. That's why I was like, do I even need to see this movie? But then the Russo brothers did it, and... I'm ready for the Russo brothers exposure party because are they even good directors? They're good at making superheroes. They're good at making superheroes. Are they? Are and directing them? community episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Uh, so then, uh, then we got Lizzie Moss, Shirley, uh, Invisible Man, and more handsmaids. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was in Borat Two and Trial of Chicago Seven, and then uh, Chadwick, uh, who is. Peace. Rest in peace is going to be. He was in Defy Bloods and Marania, and he probably will win the Oscar for Best Actor. Yeah. Uh, so we got to give it to Chadwick officially. The the Roscoe goes to. Honestly, to, it's a, to, a toss up between Chadwick and Anya. So so that's that's what you throw it at. Did did anyone else watch Ma Rainey? No. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. You're did you good. love it? It was good. He it yeah was he good. was he it was, was good. It was good. Just at the good. at the end, I went. This is a play, isn't it? And I didn't know. But oh, you was. didn't know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's I, the, I, yeah, the vibe. I was the same way. I you know, if it way. was <laughs> if it was originally like just a screenplay for a film. Did you I know Fences it, was a play originally before I watching did, it? I did. Okay. Okay. And then I went. Oh, oh, this makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Stephen, yeah. supposedly a big August Wilson guy. Big August Wilson guy. But I feel like for that reason, I can never rank it like super high because it's just it's it's a play that's right. filmed well. Right. Right. Um, right, right, right. 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 It's it's an acting. It's an acting movie it's Correct. it's not a movie movie it was good yeah N- not gonna lie i was halfway through that movie i didn't recognize viola davis <laughs> like it took me like halfway through the movie i'm like god who the fuck is that this black <laughs> this black actor lady is very great <laughs> well no i went into it and i didn't even look we watched it i didn't even look at the credits i didn't even oh, i only wow. saw chadwick and i was like let's watch it and it was recently because he just passed away wow and so yeah wow. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll give it a chance. Yeah, and uh, my backup is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. He is actually pretty good in Trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah, he's not bad as Abby Hoffman. And uh, Borat too. It was just something that you wouldn't think could even. It be, got released at the right time. It was another lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it, it was, was another it, lightning. And in he a did enca- encapsulate the moment like really well. I mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. The, just him in that underground basement with those dudes for like the week that he was there <laughs> yeah. was insane. That's what I'm very, hoping, very funny. Because uh, they're releasing like an hour of just like new footage or whatnot. I'm oh, hoping really? it's just that. Like yeah. the guys in that cabin. <laughs> that was the best yeah. part. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and now it's time for what everybody's been waiting for. David Arquette. The actual top five. Top five. We're not doing top ten this year. We maybe you never will again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Dire. We'll see the yeah. We'll see this cinematic. Uh, we'll see this cinematic future unfold before our eyes. So, uh, how, how do we want to do it? You want to just do our fives and then fours and then threes, or uh, yeah, each do our list and then talk about do them we, after. Let's do our fives, fours, threes. Okay, let's do that. Let me rearrange mine because I had ten. Mike, y'all. what's your five? <laughs> Crip Camp. Explain Crip Camp because it, no. it's nominated for best documentary. I did not know that. Uh, best documentary at the at the Oscars. Uh, it's competing with another Netflix documentary, My Octopus Teacher. That, I didn't watch that, and I could never get past <laughs> people talking about something called that. Yeah, <laughs> I. <laughs> I've I've recently heard good things, so I might watch it. But it's worth it. It's a good. Okay. I I looked at it as a pure um, marine biology documentary. Okay. Because it's shot incredibly so it well. Great. Well, because the the guy who made the film is a is a um, is a what do you call that a bi- a zoological photographer. That yes, he's that. So so like he 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 knows how to shoot animal subjects. And this is this is shot that way, particularly well. But yeah, please explain Cap. Sorry. Um, I, I think it bumped up into this ranking because so it's like a generation spanning tale of uh, the like basically the ADA, the Disabilities Act, and like the civil rights of people with disabilities in America. And it's like this group in this camp in I think upstate New York. But then halfway through, it goes to San Francisco because all these people moved because it's the 60s or 70s, that period. And all these people moved to Berkeley hmm. and just like jump into that scene. And I think where it like jumped up a star in my book was they there was a hunger strike or just like a sit in uh, like lay the lay in <laughs> in uh, in San Francisco that lasted like weeks. And yeah. I had no idea, you know. Yeah, like that—that that wasn't something in like a a class that I've taken as a California human for the last three decades. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah they don't teach. One that. of the craziest things about that is how many of these kids who just went to this like disabilities camp ended up being like some of the all-time greatest advocates for American disabilities rights, right. just in general. Like four or five of them from who were friends were just like. We're we're leading this whole thing, and part of it is like them inspiring each other at this camp. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's really uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a shame that it's that it's competing with with such heavy hitters uh, this year in the best documentary. Uh, if it had category. come out not so long ago, I think it would win. Yeah, absolutely. But it's 
struggling because it 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 went on Netflix like probably in March. Not Netflix, uh, it was early. No, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the Netflix higher ground. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my my number five um is going to be the 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 clear clear cut. Unfortunately, uh, best animated uh, feature. It's Soul. Marked uh, Yeah, oh. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is a total contradiction of what Mike said. Uh, no, it's a uh, soul. It's uh, it's 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 the clear winner. It's got a great message. It's uh, it's it's like. What's your take on? They can't. They can't miss. Pixar can't miss every True. year. What's your take on Pixar doing too much now? No, the the more original, the better. Because when they do those sequels, they don't they don't hit it no, hit no, as not, well. Not in that in that they're like we're making what's the latest existential drama that I've had in my life? And then they're like, let's make it into a kid's movie. <laughs> Has there ever been an existential drama kid's movie? Though, I mean, besides a these lot Pixar of them. films. I mean, Toy Story. No, besides, beyond Pixar films. No, I'm talking about Pixar specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I think that's they, their wheelhouse. That, yeah, but what now they're... A lot of people were saying like, is this even a kid's movie? Basically, is what they were saying. <laughs> or is this for adults to be like, oh, wow, I love this kid's movie. Yes and no, because uh, because a kids movie has always been has always reached uh, beyond beyond a kids audience. Yeah, but this this one hardly even feels like a kids movie. I thought it was good. Kids love this movie. I liked Wolf. I think I liked uh, Wolf Walkers. I enjoyed more. I think okay, probably because of the animation, definitely because of the animation yeah. style and just like I think the story of Soul was probably better. I might have I I really liked Onward too. I thought was good yeah but there was a couple of points missing there's something about soul was really good but it was just like yeah it wasn't my pixar favorite but also i wasn't a big fan of uh what's the one that everybody cried in that said this is the best movie i've ever seen the one about the emotions uh, inside, inside out? out inside out yeah no coco is way better than inside out <laughs> yeah everybody was just like talked it up too much and then i i might be anti-pixar now oh. don't quote me on it Wow, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, what's your number five? I feel like you should call me in at uh, number three versus number five. Okay, great. Uh, Nick, what's your number five? Kyle put Sonic at number five. You said you got, you said you liked it. it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, put it at five. We're done. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what's your five? My five, I'm going to go... I'm going to go First Cow. First Cow, because this is the only time we're ever going to talk about First Cow. Kelly Reichert. <laughs> uh, first Cow, not what I expected. I expected it to be more about a cow, to be honest. Mm. Uh, less about what it was about, which is just like Oregon Trail, the movie. Um, but more north, I guess you could oily say. Oily cakes. Yeah, oily cakes. Those <laughs> oily cakes. It's just, it, it was... The whole... I was just very interested in like what was going to happen the whole time, even though it was like... Kind of low stakes, I guess. And it was just about like this cook going around and, and his friend. And it's even hard to describe. It's just a good movie, though. And it's shot just extremely well. Yeah, I need to watch that. I need to watch that yeah. film for sure. Um, Mike, number four. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Yeah, I really wanted to watch that film. That was yeah. a that was a never in the mood movie. That's yeah. like, no, that's, that's fair. Is it, is, it a, is it a better a dramatic version of Juno? I'll do you one better because two movies came out in 2020 on the same general topic. Uh-huh. Um, never, rarely, sometimes, always, and Unpregnant. 
on HBO. Oh, I didn't yeah. see it on Pregnant. Was and, uh, the comedy it, version of someone needing to like travel state lines to get an abortion. I see, I see. And both were very good. Okay, okay. One had jokes, one uh, did not. <laughs> it's worth a watch, though. Never, really, sometimes, yeah, always. It's very good. I watched uh, Saint Francis, which is actually in the that same enjoyable. in the same vein. Also, mm. extreme... I got that from I got a, that was a Nick pick. Oh, super mm. indie movie and good. Cheap, <laughs> Look cheap. good and cheap. That's <laughs> uh, a questionable choice. <laughs> Words. <laughs> yeah, you're, right, you're right. You're right. My number four. Um, I'm going on a. I'm going on a. I'm going on a journey here for my next three choices. Okay. Because I'm going to say the year of 2020 is is still going to be the year of sci-fi, this year of science fiction. So on a journey, you're trying, you're doing onward, onward. Nope, <laughs> that's fantasy, you idiot. <laughs> uh, my number, uh, my number four choice is I'm a Lee. Uh, no, I'm a Lee Wannellstan. Uh, it's it's Invisible Man. Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Oh, the Invisible Man. Yeah. Doctor Invisible Man. Yeah. The good Invisible Man was legitimately good. It was a movie. great, great retelling of the of a classic uh, of a classic science fiction story. Definitely went in like not expecting much. Right. And it was uh, came out much better than I hoped for. Right. 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 And and it's a it's a good. Uh... You thought they gave away the movie at the trailer. You were clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was true. When when she pours the paint on him. You're like, that's going to be like, <laughs> you're like paint. they're like, oh, they just gave us the climax and, and it, and right. it was not. Ooh, uh, that movie does have like a top movie moment, I would say, of last year was the uh, the dinner. Yeah, the, the dinner the scene. The knife dinner scene. Yeah, the dinner scene was it's was amazing. There. What a great twist. Uh, yeah, you, we usually do top five movie moments, but we forgot them all. Yeah, time. yeah. Well, well that's it. next year. Next yeah, year. there's nothing to remember. Next year we do <laughs> last year's. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Next year we do last year's. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, do you have a four? <laughs> do you want me to skip? I'm going to skip right over to Nick. Uh, I'll go Borat. Borat too. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> best original screenplay. My wife. Or is it best adapted? You want uh, best adapted? It's nominated for best adapted. No, best yes. original. No, it's adapted because adapted. it's from the TV it's show. Adapted. Oh, okay. It adapted from the musical, <laughs> My Fair Lady. <laughs> Borat too. Yeah, it's best adapted Going screenplay <laughs> from the TV show. Nick, Why what's not? your number four? That shit's hilarious. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to go my wheelhouse. I'm going Palm Springs. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's just good. just like everything that I want in personally in a movie. Yes. In that it had extremely charming leads. It had a sci-fi twist, but it was funny and about real-life situations and... Uh, Relentless and so such a love saying the words tight right, real tight right, real tight right. So it was like every minute had something necessary in it, and yeah. uh yeah, I just thought it was extreme, no fluff, extremely great. No yeah. fluff, no fluff, and and short too. Yeah. So yeah, loved it. Great movie. Nothing. I there wasn't a thing I disliked about it. Great so original. I, movie. I just figured I had to put it in my top five because it, it's my uh, it's my vibe entirely. I mean that's why I called it out in my top five streamers. It's a it's it's Hulu's best original movie, besides their documentaries. Mike, number three. We're at the we're at the quintessential trio. Top three. Palm Springs. Oh, there you go. Wow. Which I think they... Uh, Good for you. They uh, snuck in because most of my top X amount of movies are all freaking depressing. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> whether that... it's like documentaries or dramas, <laughs> yeah. the best movies are always uh, up there. 
but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Mike movie. If you say time, time loop, time travel, mm. I will put it in a top ten, regardless of how good it is. Wow. The, there's a movie that came out I just watched the other day for this year. Oh, it's yeah. like a teen rom com, time loopy thing, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. But uh, time uh, oh, interesting. The, uh, uh, tiny perfect things. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, I don't um, know about that one. But or it might not be. Watched, it doesn't matter. It. It's people controlling time. So I like <laughs> yeah. it. Mm, um, I see. But yeah, this was very good. So I snuck it in there. There you go. Uh, shout out team. Another teen movie off here. That spontaneous. Did you see spontaneous? Uh, I oh, did was, the other it, day, <laughs> and uh, I would put it in the the non-existent top five category of quirky indie movies that involve a ton of blood. Yeah. <laughs> I got five of those I can think of probably. Honorable mention that would fit into both those wheelhouses that I haven't seen, but sounds interesting to me only because they reference Fairfield, California, Love and Monsters. Love and Monsters. Ooh, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, yeah. It's not available yet. I know. Because I, I, I tried to watch it like yesterday. Sounds interesting <laughs> because it's like a teen rom-com slash sci-fi monster film. Weird. Uh, my number three is is the is the Chenard pick. It's in the vast tonight. It got me interested to into listening to Welcome to Night Vale, the podcast, Ooh. which is uh, which is a new uh, a new addiction of mine that I should have jumped on ten years ago when the podcast first came out. <laughs> but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Highly recommend this film. It's a great mix of uh, Twilight Zone slash Black Mirror, but done done uh, uh, superiorly. Surprisingly well done with its cinematography. Just with... a better Super Eight. Yes, <laughs> it's great. The, the 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 camera work alone is the is the sole reason to watch this film. <laughs> Vasant Night was my uh, it's my movie memory of the year, in that it's the it was the first movie of this year watching movies at home exclusively where I started it and I just stopped what I was doing because I this year it was the year where I did two things while I watched movies. A, anything, and B, watched a movie. Right. <laughs> and it was like, I'm at work watching a movie. I'm at home doing work watching a movie. I'm, and I saw, I already mentioned this tweet on a previous podcast, but it's like, we used to check our phone once during a movie, and now we check our movie once during our phone. And uh, so I, I, a lot of that, but Vast Night was the first movie where I was like, what the fuck? And like, just sat down <laughs> and I, I just watched it. And all the way through. After, uh, it was a mic recommendation. So thank you. Uh, I'm not going to put it on my top five just because we already talked about it. And uh, my mom, I recommend it to my mom, and <laughs> they didn't, they were just, the way that they talk in the beginning of that movie, just like old-timey, like whatever it is talk. Yeah. Just like 50s talk. Yeah, They're just yeah, like, yeah. we couldn't understand a word they were saying. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, they were they were speaking they were English. Having a conversation. It was just old vocabulary. That's <laughs> what weird. your parents sound like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or your she babysitter. Like, she's like, I thought it was great, but we uh, we just didn't understand what they were saying. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever, mom. Anyway, uh, I'll make my three um, sound of metal then. Okay, another Deb favorite. Uh, shout out to Deb. Yeah, mother of the podcast. That's good. That's a good acting. That like 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 what I brought up earlier. It's a good acting film. It's it's. I don't know if it's a good. It's a good film. Sa- film. Sa- no, the sound design of that movie sound design is crazy. impeccable. Yeah, uh, when they don't have the subtitles up when he doesn't know sign language. Yeah, yeah. Just like shit like that in movies that like are, are uh, things that are easy to like acquiesce to making the viewing process easier. Right. Rather than like serving the movie. We're really great. It's yeah. it's it's immersive. That's a it's a great immersive and Riz, experience. Yeah, Riz yeah. is just like so good in it. Yeah, I, I I just like really sat down and watched that one, and I 
was happy I did. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So I'll make it my three just because I think it's good. No, yeah, 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 yeah. A- absolutely. If if Chadwick didn't pass away, it, I'm I'm sure Rizman. I think you would have had a pretty good shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be that because that is like an Oscar movie. It's like, hey, I'm Rizman. It's I'm got going his. For this. Yeah, he really was going for it too. <laughs> yeah, gave it his all. Uh, Mike, we're, or, we're Kyle. You're a three. Oh, great, Kyle. What's your three? <laughs> um, uh, I gotta go Hamilton, and for two reasons: one, because I watched it several times, and uh, <laughs> two counts as four movies for him. God damn it! Great. Dude, I'm sorry. Great. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta give a shout out. Awesome. And, uh, also because of Leslie Odom. For also getting nominated for One Night in Miami. One Night in Miami. Uh, A movie that would have been way better in theaters because you had to sit there and watch it. (laughs) Yeah, just let them have a conversation for 50 minutes. It's a tough tough home movie watch. I'm going to say it. Because it's kind of boring. I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, just, you know. Great. Move along. Brother, this guy stinks! Uh, Mike, number two. Nomadland. Wow, you're going to give us Nomadland. Okay. Where do you... Should we just all say our Nomadland? My Nomadland pick is going to be... Um, it's going to have to be number one because I, I, uh, I honestly did not see Promising Young Woman and I honestly mm. did not see Minari or else I'd probably I give it to I haven't seen Minari yet. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah, excited keep, too. Okay, then I'll make... Minari is my one. Okay. Nomadland's my two. Okay. I Nomadland's mean, it's just one. basic film bro of us, but uh, <laughs> but Nomadland <laughs> is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really hard to hate anything Francis McDormand is just really truly into. Knocks it out of the park and and uh, Chloe real. and Chloe Zhao just just right in her wheelhouse of she utilizing shot, real she, people. And she fucking shot it too. Yeah, she did it all herself. She 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 basically wrote it all herself and then utilized all the actors' perspectives within within the film itself. And just got it and real deep used with real people. Yeah. And Francis was just like, I am all in. Yeah. <laughs> just, it reminded me of uh, it. it reminded me of uh, Nebraska when that movie came out. Mm. It wasn't black and white, but the, kind of like the Bruce that Dern. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Dern and uh, what's his face? Will uh, Will Forte. I definitely Not saw the same Nebraska. Premise, but <laughs> no, I know. I, I yeah, see what you mean. Same road trippy vibe. Yeah, but it's it's this uh, old person road trip. <laughs> it's it's such an in, it's such an interesting film, and it and it definitely. Captivated me and and uh, and, and uh, you know I, I can't I can't with your boy uh, David Strathairn too yeah David Strathairn <laughs> um, I can't think of a movie this year like I said I, I'm not giving Promising Young Woman enough credit I'm sure that's going to be the winner once I watch it and the same with Minari like that's going to be the winner when I watch it too but but this I see why it won all the Golden Globes. I see why Francis McDormand is Francis McDormand. I <laughs> Francis McDormand is better than Meryl Streep. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Change my mind because you can't. Because you can't. She is the best. She was many, the best. She will always be the best. What's the? Uh, I should just. Look my up. number two choice. If you, if uh, you uh, went up to Francis McDormand, you're like, "Can you play a uh, a 18th century um, something that Meryl Streep has played before?" And she, she'd just say, "Why would I do that? Yeah. Would you like to star in the next Mamma Mia?" <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Francis McDormand is way too uh, depressive. To I'll do. I'll Mama be Mia. in the next Mamma Mia, but instead of ABBA, I'm channeling Grateful Dead. <laughs> I would, I would be in Mamma Mia in a heartbeat. Yeah, of course you would. Um, since I'm the only one left with the number two besides Kyle, Kyle, go right ahead. 
Oh wait, did you wait? You haven't seen Nomadland, so you still got two and one. So what's your number two? No, I I, I have seen Nomadland. That's so, the one I watched yesterday. What's your number two? So that's then? my that's that's my number one. Okay. And I'm gonna go Tenet because that's the only other movie wow. that I've watched this whole year. Big Tenet boy. How many and times did you see it? My boy. I saw it once and figured I don't need to watch this again. <laughs> wow! Big brain energy. <laughs> Big brain energy from Kyle. <laughs> what's your favorite part about Tenet, Kyle? I mean, it's hard. Uh, it's obviously it's my two because I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. But like, <laughs> I don't really have like a favorite part. I thought like some of the yeah, obviously some of the scenes that he did backwards. The backwards fighting was really that. cool. I thought yeah, <laughs> but like I expected a lot more. The war scene was kind of cool, but also confusing. The back and forth the whole, between that the whole scene. final part, yeah, and then they yeah. and then they redo it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't need. To I'm just into anything with Rob Pat. I think he's just like a generational talent that has pretty weird taste in movies and yeah. just like does whatever Fair. he wants and is maybe not a good actor. But we, yeah, just I like... do like him as like a one of these cases. Like chronologically, if you look at his his uh, filmography, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy because. Especially yeah, the Twilight. Say, our age range, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, that guy. Yeah. And oh, then now guy. I'm like, I'm yeah. pumped for the Batman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Batman. And be... the next 12 Lighthouse movies to put him <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. All, all like anthology Lighthouse movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different Lighthouse every time. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I, think, I think Lighthouse won Drunk Movie of the Year last year, Ooh, actually. That's yeah, good. that's a good choice. Or movie. Fucked Up Movie of the Year last year. One yeah. of those two categories. All the above. Okay. Can all I admit something about. So, Meryl. Meryl has 21 nominations, three wins. <laughs> and Francis has six nominations and two wins. Oh, okay. So, so if she wins this year, it's a tie. There we go. Then we'll but like statistically, she's it's like it's like Eli Manning versus Tom. Yeah, that Brown. batting average is way high. Let the campaign begin. But you, our real campaign is we haven't mentioned it yet. This is the Oscars podcast. Uh, please vote. If you haven't voted, please vote. Glenn Close for a hillbilly elegy for uh, we need yeah. her to win the Razzie and the Oscar. And the first person yeah, ever to do it. That's history. <laughs> it's history. That'll be history. Absolutely we, we need a movie under twenty one percent to get a best acting win. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever happened, but this is seems like possibly the only time it could ever this happen. Is, this is pinnacle for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, as well. this is. We need to. I'll start the Twitter campaign right now. <laughs> Well, to end this segment, I'm going to give my number two since I, I haven't been able to do it. It is seriously hearing an echo. Uh, the, my number two is a Brazilian Western film called Bakura, and it Bacura. is uh, and it is a it is a film that takes place in the middle of nowhere, Brazil. Uh, in the quote-unquote near future, in a village completely isolated, shut off from the outside world slowly gets their amenities taken away. So, like, their water supply, their electricity, their cell phone reception, their their location on Google Maps and, 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 and satellites is completely erased. And then they start getting marauded and, and raided at night and during the day, and people start dying and resources get taken away, and so they take things into their own hands. And it harkens back to all the 40s and 50s and 60s uh, Western films of yore. And the Japanese Western films of yore. The Kurosawas, if you would. The John Fords, if you would. The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, give me another. Give me another Western director. I don't even know. Peckinpah. Antonio. (laughs) 
Antonio? No, uh, Morricone? Spaghetti Westerns. But yeah, but uh, Baccarat. De- de- highly recommend it. It has uh, Alice Braga's uh, mom, Sonia Braga, in it, who's a legendary Brazilian actress. Yeah, hot. Uh, no, she is not. She's very old. Um, and hot, it's, hot. it's just a great, it's, it's, it's just a great, uh, a Western film that just happens to be Brazilian. It's probably the best Brazilian film I have seen since City of God. <laughs> and that's, you know, I don't know if that's saying a lot, but it's saying something. Yeah. Are we off the City of God is good again? It's good. How is it not good? It's good. No, I thought it was one of my, it's one of my favorite international movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Then you should watch Bakura. I played it in uh, the casinos the other day. And... I want to punch you right in the face. <laughs> oh, wow, Nick. Really bad. I'm cutting that. What it do, baby? <laughs> My number one, uh, Minari. Yep, here's a Minari. Minari is highly, highly recommend. I watched it. In theaters? No. No Land. Minari is my number one. I uh, would rather watch in theaters had I had the chance because right. it would have been. It's it's a hundred percent immersive movie, but it's also good enough to watch at home without uh without the whole theater process. There's just like a four or five scenes that would just like suck you in to a a, a movie screen. Like That's had cool. you had you seen them. Yeah. Uh, but it's also Alan Kim, who plays the the kid, who Lee Isaac Chung kind of based. It's like a loose autobiographical. Semi-autobiographical. Yeah. And uh, the kid actor and the, the youngest actor and the oldest actor in the movie, the grandma, are both the best actors in the movie. And it's they they alone make the movie great. But then, then you got Steven Young and then you got everybody else in the movie. And it's just powerhouse like it hits every single spot and really well and well shot well directed well acted yep it's on the list i definitely have to watch it that's why uh i want to say i'm happy that they've uh they probably made a pretty decent amount of money just holding out yeah (laughs) yeah i bet i bet just the buzz like uh like parasite they'll probably just wait till right after the oscars and then that's what parasite did put it on uh put it on streaming absolutely absolutely sound of metal gets number one Number one for Mike. Yep, I'm done. <laughs> oh, so that's number one for you, Mike. Yeah, no yeah, matter what. No matter what. No no okay, so yeah, so let's talk about Sound of Metal a little bit more. Why was that your number one? It's hard to. It's, it, it was hard to separate like my top ten. Top okay. five was harder. Um, I think one that puts it over the top was definitely just. Hmm. Even more than Riz, maybe. I think he was nominated the for supporting actor, the person who runs yeah, the uh, uh, I know the house. Yeah. Oh, he was. He's, he's an actual actor. I think so. But uh, I did not know that. The scenes with him stood out. Those were good. Those were significant. Yeah. And then just like you couldn't pick if you were like, all right, we've written all this movie except for the Riz Ahmed character, and you're like, who is he and like what does he do? The fact that they picked like a like a punk Metal rocker. Is like perfect to me. Yeah, me specifically. Yeah. Just Paul, like for... Paul Racy. Paul Racy. Yes, is the guy. So, but so like that that gave it who, a, a who, point ahead. Who is for an just actual? Like he's an actual nervous. actor and has been for a long time. To me, th- to me, this film is like the major vibes I get. The major vibes I get from this film is Black Mirror. This is like a Black Mirror, like technology gone wrong sort of thing. Like he's lusting after this technology that'll save his life, save his life, and he gets the technology and it's and it. 
It's scary. For, for worse, it's scarier it works. than Black Mirror because that's it's so real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a it's it's a future that we live in. You know. Yeah, my ears are ringing all the time, and I am terrified now when it happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. The tin. Yeah. The tonight. Tinnitus. <laughs> that's from uh, that's uh, from I'm thinking of ending, ending things. That's a call out to I'm thinking of ending things. But yeah, tinnitus. Every it's yeah, it's what we, I was saying earlier. Just the whole uh, every choice made for that movie is the right choice, pretty much. And and it doesn't add, it doesn't go like not to spoiler alert. Fast forward thirty seconds if you don't want it, but. It doesn't uh, get too depressing. <laughs> it's, like, it's you, you kind of think it's pragmatic. That, it's think, a pragmatic yeah, approach to an you ending. Think that of he, yeah, you think he might like get back into heroin or something, and then just be like, "Fuck, god damn it!" No, but it's actually like a, it's a happy enough ending to where I'll watch the movie again. Yeah, but not a happy ending to where it really makes you contemplate. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'd agree with that. Yeah, Ooh. and it's short enough to rewatch again too. Yeah. One thing that might have like subconsciously bumped it up higher in the group for me also is I know it's a uh, what do you call it? It's a director's first movie. Oh uh, yeah, f- debut. And there's a bunch of like Vast of Night was a yeah, first debut. film, yeah. and well, never rarely, sometimes always once. Yeah. So there's a bunch of those that I think I ranked higher just because I'm like, well done to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Darius Martyr, directed, uh, directed, directed, uh, sentimental. Dang. So. I think this was a good year for first-time filmmakers, especially because a lot of the heavy hitters got their movies pushed next year. Exactly, <laughs> and so that was the only way for these for these directorial debuts to to get such a wide audience and such. A uh, really quick point. honorable mentions. If you got them, say them. I'm gonna start with uh, "Blow the Man Down." Got sea shanties Ooh. going. A uh, good main movie, uh, murder <laughs> movie. It's got everything going for it. Black Messiah. I saw and loved. Was thought was really good. It would have been in my. It's in my top ten probably. Uh, Lakeith and Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel, and then the whole just like fuck the FBI, man. Like, <laughs> like oh, Kyle, yeah. Kyle, yeah, I have to cut that part. Uh, just so the FBI doesn't hear. Vastonite is in my <laughs> in no, my we're top leaving 10. that in. Uh, Shit House, which I already talked about. Um, yeah, I say Sound of Metal's in my honorable mention since I didn't mention I'll think it. of other honorable mentions. Kyle, anybody, uh, any honorable mentions? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll mention the new Bill and 69, Ted. 69, dudes! <laughs> Has the same vibes as the original Bill, Bill and Love Ted's. It. Love it. I need it in it's, my life. It's, it's, uh, it's worth a watch, I would say, at the very least. I think another round might be in my 10 mm. somewhere. Mm. And then Soul and Wolfwalkers are high up there. Enjoyed those. Steven? Uh, I only mentioned Sound of Metal. Greyhound? No. <laughs> I Gray- saw the last <laughs> Greyhound. I saw the last act of News in the World and thought that wasn't too bad, but ah. that's about it. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Um, it was okay. Okay. Yeah, Chicago Seven. It was okay. Now let's look ahead to twenty twenty one. One movie you're looking forward to, Kyle. You start because you already did. What's the movie you're looking forward to seeing in, in theaters? Let's go with that. Why do I have to start? I don't want to Because you already this. said that you already said it earlier on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm looking forward to Dune. <laughs> what that would be the probably no, the I, best I, movie to I see agree. This year I, in theaters. I'm I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, No Time to Die. 
Kerry Fukunaga. I want to see how he does a Bond movie. Um, and it's got fucking great actors in it. And Fugu- I got Fugu- I got one word. Fugu- I got one word for you for you jabronis. <laughs> yeah. Candyman. That's it. <laughs> you really want <laughs> Candyman? Of your course, movie? I want to see Candyman in theaters. That's going to be too scary. That's I. I'm already saying I'm not it. Seeing it's that it's shit. already on my next uh, my next year. It's too scary. Didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't he? My good. I mean, honestly, at this point, is is Black Widow the only like blockbuster movie that hasn't like been available in any form yet? That was supposed to be available. I think yes. So. Quiet Place Part Two. Ooh, okay. There's you there's there, there's definitely yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, like one of the bigger like James, marketing ones. James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. No time to die. Yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top, Top Gun is probably the most Top looked Guns. forward to movie yeah. of the year. Probably that'll is, be uh, a good theater movie. Is the yeah. fourth Matrix supposed to come out? Yeah, yes. the Matrix yes, Four. Yeah, Matrix Reloaded. Re, you know, we're all gonna watch that on triple, our re, re, quadruple Reloaded our phones on HBO this year. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, no, Matrix Reloaded. You actually just implant a chip in your arm. Oh, you already got it. Cool. Mm. Good for you. <laughs> you have the movie. <laughs> yeah. It was like it, the vaccine was like the uh, U2 album that got Probably automatically man. downloaded to your oh, phone, yeah, to your iPhone, yeah. <laughs> but it's Matrix movie in your blood. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike, for joining us on the uh, fresh episode. Sorry, hey, it was such a ramble house and long, but uh, that's mm, what we do. House. That's what we do like on this. That. Yeah, it's like it's my new ramble version. house. It's our new uh, book printing agency. A new version of shit house. I'm going to write and direct and star in which Cooper Rafe did, and uh, everybody yeah. should watch that movie. So, yeah, I'll be better next year. Looking forward to it, Kyle. Yeah, I'll remember not to invite you. Next year. <laughs> you just have to watch five movies. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, let's just make the I, goal, I, the goal no, 10. I originally my goal was to watch like at least like five movies before this. And I only watched one. So I ruined that. Dude, hook me up. I don't want to make a fucking scene. Yep, too late for That's that. That's a horrible take. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was awful. Uh, Oscar Oscar predictions I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go Minari Minari is best picture upset no I think it's going to Nomad and then close out best director too I think think Nomad fits for the time too I really hope she wins best director she's really gracious I mean I uh, haven't seen Minari so I don't know how how it fits but from watching Nomadland I feel like it fits for the time period right now too. oh yeah that makes sense you're gonna too. love my nuts you're gonna, you're gonna... <laughs> uh big my upset is uh supporting oh it's not even an upset because <laughs> maria, maria bakalova from borat's gonna win really, you think so i think so no way <laughs> what do you mean can i take that dog is it, is it best best actress or best supporting best supporting actress, supporting actress. i think okay. she is the best supporting actress <laughs> Yeah, it is best supporting. Uh, no, oh, we need Glenn to uh, win, Nick. Uh, oh, yeah, Glenn, Glenn. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to mention Mank. Mank! <laughs> Mank! Amanda Seyfried from Mank. Amanda Seyfried from Mank. Love, love Mank. Oh, Pinocchio, costume design. Yeah, that's what Gosh. you're talking about, <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Like, there's another All right. Pinocchio movie. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Kyle, for being you, so well prepared. Thank you, Alex, for uh, not <laughs> showing up. Thanks, this, Alex. You would have made Kyle look a lot better because you don't see any movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have. Most definitely. And uh, as we always say, I keep it real. And uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm 
I bet you didn't listen to this. I don't even know what to fucking play. Keep um, it rotten. <laughs> play the actual song. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are rotten. You ought to film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the show, I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten. 